You're listening to the Second Breaks Podcast. This is episode 71. And coming up on the show, we are talking about making sure that what you want to do, that new career, that new job that you've been thinking about, we're talking about how to make sure that that's the right thing for you to do. Lou Blazer. I am your host and career pivot mentor, and I so appreciate that you are here tuning in to another episode of the Second Breaks Podcast, where every week we explore all the ways that we can make a move in today's crazy fast-changing world. Now, I've got a full episode for you today because uh, we're talking about, I want to help you make a decision around that career move that you've been thinking about and really get comfortable around that decision so you can start taking action because we all know it, you know, of course, making a decision is is a good thing. It's a big milestone, but really the sooner we can take the action, the closer we'll get to the desired career or that job that we've been thinking about, right? It's really the taking the action bit that we really want to get into the sooner the better. And we can only do that, we can only take action when we are comfortable around the decision that we've made. Now, speaking of taking action, and before we get into, you know, the today's show, I want to invite you to a free planning challenge that I'm running next week, November 12th to the 16th, so Monday to Friday next week. It's called Plan Your Pivot in Five Days. And this challenge is perfect for you if you have been thinking about making a career move. Maybe it's a job switch or a career pivot or a career change. And you want to make sure that 2019 is the year that you're going to make it happen. So yes, my friend, 2019 is right around the corner. I don't know if you uh, have been thinking about that. I certainly have been. Just now, we'll be neck deep into the holidays. And before you know it, we'll be watching that New Year ball drop on Times Square. So I want to make sure that you are all set with your career goals for the new year. And the best way for me to help you with that right now is to help you plan for it. Because as we all know it, things have the highest chance of happening when we plan for it, when we're not counting on the roll of the dice going our way, right? So can you imagine having a wedding without any kind of a plan? Like if you want to have the wedding that you want, you have to plan for it, right? Or like say if you're going into a kitchen renovation, if you wanted to have the kitchen turn out the way that you want it, you've got to plan for it, right? It starts with having some kind of a blueprint, some kind of a roadmap, and that's what Plan Your Pivot in 5 Days is all about. I want to help you get set up for a great 2019, or at least when it comes to your career goals. So join me in the challenge. You can go to the show notes for this episode, secondbreaks.com forward slash episode 71, where you'll get all the details and most importantly, register for the challenge. Cool beans? All right. So here's the thing. I often get asked if there's a way, quote unquote, a way to feel a little bit more sure, a little bit more confident about a decision to make a career pivot or a career change. Now, I get where this question is coming from. Uncertainty is uncomfortable, to say the least, right? We don't want to take risks if we can avoid it, or at least we want to be educated about the risks that we're taking, 
uh, it's hard to let go of something that we perceive as quote unquote stable uh, for something where we're not sure about the outcome. Even if we're not happy about or downright hate that stable something, it's still hard to let it go, right? If, if we're not if we don't have a level of comfort around this new thing that we are doing to replace it, this is where messages like, at least you have a job, really come from. Also, we've already invested time and energy in our current jobs or current careers. And if we're going to take a different direction, we want a little guarantee, right? Even if we're taking a bet, we want it to be a sure bet, And the more risk averse you are, generally speaking, the more you want to be sure before taking the leap. So I get it. I totally get it. And although I tend to be comfortable with risks, again, generally speaking, I still want and look for safe bets. If I can have them, why not? Right? So what's the answer to the question? Is there a way to know for sure if this thing that you want to do this career switch, this pivot, this career change, if it's the right thing for you to do. So I'm going to give you two answers, right? The hard answer and the one that softens it a little bit. So the hard answer is probably not going to surprise you. There is no way to know for sure, right? That's not a surprise. There is no guarantee in life. And certainly there's no way to know for sure by thinking about it or by analyzing it. You have to get that idea out of your head and see how it fares in the real world. Because it is only through experience that you'll know the answer to the question. And by experience, I mean your experience, not somebody else's experience. Because, you know, just because it worked for me doesn't mean that it'll work for you and vice versa. Just because it worked for you doesn't mean it'll work for me. So the best way to know if your desired career path is the right thing for you is to start doing it. So I want to give you an example here, a personal example. I remember that for years, I used to say that I wanted to open a coffee and wine bar. I like going to coffee and wine bars. I enjoy the experience. So I thought, wouldn't it be great if I owned and run one, right? I had this grand idea in my head about what it's going to look like, where it's going to be, the location, the coffee and the wines that I'm going to serve, the experience that I'm going to make sure my clientele is going to have while they're in the, in the bar, all that kinds of stuff. Then my sister opened a restaurant and I helped her get it off the ground. Now, during the launch phase, I was very excited. I was very pumped. I was, you know, helping her renovate the restaurant, the space for the restaurant, choosing the menu, the, you know, the design, all that kinds of stuff. I was very excited. And, you know, getting the word out that this restaurant is going to open by this date, all that stuff. It was very exciting for me. But after the restaurant opened, I saw and experienced firsthand what it really took to operate a food establishment. And that's when I realized that this dream of owning a coffee and wine bar, that it wasn't really the right thing for me to do. It's not for me. It's not something I wanted to do after all, nor is it something that I'd like to invest time, money, and energy to do. And here's the thing, I would have never gotten there had I not experienced it myself, 
right? I'd probably still be thinking and planning for it today or worse, be investing money and time towards making it happen. So the the question is then, you know, what if my sister never opened the restaurant? Now, I certainly could have looked for opportunities to help others open the restaurant so I can have that same experience or maybe worked in a coffee and wine bar to get, you know, an experience of working in that environment. Those are definitely, you know, good ways, great ways to evaluate my idea before spending too much time and money and energy towards it. But what if I didn't have those opportunities? What if there wasn't anybody else that I could have helped? What if I couldn't work in a coffee and wine bar for the experience of working there, right? Was there something else that I could have done to get to the same answer, to get to the same realization? And the answer to that is yes. (laughs) And that's the second answer that I wanted to share with you today. What are the things that you can do to help you evaluate whether this career idea of yours is the right thing for you to do? I have three suggestions for you. Number one, identify the core activity of that new career and start doing that in practice. So every job or career has a set of core activities that drives that job, that's important for that job, right? And it's, it's, it's critical that you understand that core activity because sometimes we can romanticize one aspect of a job and a career and think, you know, would it be great? Wouldn't it be wonderful if I could just keep doing that every day, right? But the thing that we fixate on or that we focus on may not be what's core to the job. It may not be the most important thing. So for example, I had this client who told me that he wanted to start a blog. This was a couple years ago. So he wanted to start a blog he has friends who had blogs and he wanted to have one as well. So he was asking me to help him set that up. So he was focused on getting the blog launched and all the things that he needed to do to make that happen. So that's why he came to me. He wanted help in setting it up because he knew that I had a blog. So I said to him, before we get through all that, let's do an experiment first, right? Because he, he didn't have a blog at that time. So I said, you know, pick your topic, whatever it is that you want the blog to focus on, pick that topic and write three different articles or blog posts about that topic. And then share those articles within his network. And, you know, he can, he can write long articles, short articles. It doesn't matter. Just write three different articles around or about that topic. And then most importantly, share those articles within his network. So I gave him a week for that experiment. He immediately said that's too short of a time frame. He said he needed a month. So I said, okay, a month. After a few days, he came back to me and he said he realized that he didn't enjoy writing his thoughts in an article format, right? So he had a lot of opinions about his topic but he he didn't enjoy writing about it. And he said that he he's he's going to be better off speaking spontaneously in front of a camera. So I said to him, okay, then instead of writing three different articles, record three videos instead, and then share those videos within your network. So I'm going to save you from the gory details. Let's just say that after the whole month, it became crystal clear to him that starting a blog 
While it might have been exciting to start or launch one, it would have been something that he would have liked to be able to say that he had a blog, that it wouldn't be the best use of his time, money, and energy. So for your idea, whatever it is, this new path, this new career, this new job that you're thinking that you want to do, what's the core activity or activities that really drives or sustains that job or career? Then start testing or practicing those, you know, playing around those activities today. So you may ask, but how do I know what core act- what the core activities are? If I've never done that job, how do I know that I'm focusing on the core activities? Good question. That leads me to number two. Talk to people who are already doing the work that you want to do. And if you can shadow them for a couple of hours, even better. But if that's not possible, just talking or interviewing them would be a great compromise. So what are you going to talk to them about? What are you going to ask them? You want to ask them about their day-to-day experiences. What do they do on a normal day or a normal week? What about a busy, a crazy day? What would that look like? And what would make a day busy? What would make a day crazy, right? You also want to, you know, sure, you want to ask them about what they enjoy the most in their work, but you also want to ask them what their biggest challenges are. Ask them what makes their work difficult. What makes them want to pull their hair out, basically? And then you also want to ask them what they would do differently if they had to start their career all over. And you want to pay attention to what they focus on because those are valuable lessons learned from someone who's been in the trenches, right? So that's the second thing that you can do. The third thing that you can do is to test and evaluate your true level of interest in that career. And I want to emphasize true level of interest, right? Ask yourself, how interested you really are in learning, diving into, and talking about the topics that relate to that new career or that new job. Then test your answer. Test how that level of interest, right? So for example, let's say that you want to get into real estate. So how interested are you in reading about, learning, or talking about all things related to real estate? then go ahead and immerse yourself in that topic for a week or a month. You know, for example, read some books about real estate, take some online courses, things like that. Hang around people who are in real estate, either people who are doing work directly in real estate or people who support it. Then see how you feel afterwards. Are you energized? Do you find most of the topics interesting and and really, you know, you can't wait to learn more? Do you feel like you can't wait to get into that world? Those are all good signs, my friend, that what you are thinking about, this new career, this new job is the right thing for you to do. Okay, so let's summarize. There may not be any guarantees. It may not be entirely possible for you to know for sure. But there are certain things that you can do to get comfortable with your decision to pursue a particular career path or a career direction. We talked about three of those things in today's episode. But if there's only one thing that I want you to take away from today's episode, the most important thing for you to do is to get the idea out of your head and to start experiencing it. No amount of tests or personality assessments or online quizzes, things like that, 
can give you the level of assurance that you are looking for. It's only really through your personal experiences that you will know if it's the right career for you. So that's what I have for you today. I hope you found this useful. If you enjoyed this episode or this podcast, I would be so grateful if you would leave me a rating and review. Your leaving a review on iTunes will help me tremendously to reach the folks who could benefit the most from our topics here. So you can find the step-by-step instructions at secondbreaks.com forward slash review. This is also a good time to hit that subscribe button if you're not subscribed yet so you don't miss any of the future episodes. Every Thursday, there's a new uh, episode that drops here. So um, I don't want you to miss any of those future ones. So do subscribe. Now, if you want to review the topics that we talked about today and you know see the list of questions that I mentioned in today's episode, you can check it out in the show notes for today's episode, which also is where you can register and sign up for the Plan Your Pivot in 5 Days. And that's secondbreaks.com forward slash episode 71. That's a wrap for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening and being with me for a few minutes today. I cannot wait to chat with you again next week. In the meanwhile, like I always say, keep on making your debt, my friend. Cool beans.